Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer, another remote edition of Soundcheck today. I thought when our performance studio reopened, we might not do these anymore, but it turns out it's a handy way to catch up with bands who are not here in New York. And right now, the Heavy Heavy are in the midst of their North American tour, in support of their EP called Life and Life Only. The Heavy Heavy is a band out of Brighton, England, on the English Channel, and their music seems to have been teleported in from the late 60s, early 70s, the psychedelic pop of both England and America. We'll find out how that happened in a moment, but first, here's a great example of the Heavy Heavy's music, a live performance of their song, Miles and Miles.
That's a live performance of the song Miles and Miles by the band The Heavy Heavy. And uh, joining me at the microphone, the two lead singers, the, uh, the couple at the center of The Heavy Heavy, Will Turner and Georgie Fuller. Um, that's a great driving song. Is that, is that what you guys had in mind when you wrote it? Absolutely. It was, it was written imagining driving across America. So it's uh, coming full circle right now for us. Right, because you're, you're here touring around. Uh, as a native New Yorker, the idea of tooling on down the open road with the windows down is a purely theoretical exercise because for us it's just sitting in traffic all day. <laughs> I love that you say that because that song was written in our one bed flat in London. So it was, it was quite similar, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there is a, a kind of a heavy presence of reverb, echo, on your two voices. And I can't help but notice a kind of echoing in some of the names. The Heavy Heavy, Miles and Miles, Life and Life Only is the name of the EP. <laughs> Never thought about that ever. That's okay. Great. So total coincidence then. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we love reverb, uh, but obviously more than we thought. That's, That's crazy. <laughs> so no one has pointed that out to you? Not, not, not at all. Not once. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Um, the band name, The Heavy Heavy, does that have to do with the fact that there is already a band called The Heavy? Uh, it's not linked to them at all, but uh, yes, we, we know about those guys. <laughs> yeah, they, they, um, they were on our show oof, a number of years ago when they were first beginning to attract attention. Also, with a sound that would have been their parents' sound, or in your case, possibly even your grandparents. What was the attraction of this kind of sunny yet trippy kind of 60s, 70s sound for you? I think it's just uh, for both of us the best sounding records we've ever heard are from a certain time. Uh, both the the composition and the recording of them. So we, we're going back to where they're from and carrying it on, I think. Yeah, and... Um... It was certainly our parents' music. Um, so that's what we grew up with and just seeped in to our bones, you know. Mm -hmm. How authentic are you in the making of your own recordings? I mean, are you doing analog? Uh, you know, is, are you using reel-to-reel -reel tape, etc.? It's a, it's a hybrid system, I would call. <laughs> yeah, because, Will, you did say that they were great-sounding records. Uh, you know, I noticed that it wasn't yeah. just like great music. It was great-sounding records so the, yeah. the actual production values seem to be something that that the two of you have been trying very hard to to kind of bring back absolutely i think i think it's amazing all the sounds of those songs even though they're predominantly just bass drums guitar and maybe piano and keys but the expanse of the sound with the reverb and the layered vocals it's fuel for the imagination and it's not with the use of electronics or synthesis so that's what was exciting to me it's primal yet extra so uh, that's what we're trying to bring back, you know. Right. In, in a day and age where if you put most songs up on a screen, you know, on a computer screen, it's just a block of sound. You don't have yeah. the... Yeah, yeah. And, and Georgie is making the same hand motions that I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's nice to actually see a waveform when, when yeah. you put a piece of music up. Dynamics, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so um, do you know who Jan Wenner is? founder of Rolling Stone magazine, right? Oh. So right. 
Mr. Classic Rock, yeah. has recently said that he's basically done his own version of Rock is Dead, you know, saying that, you know, rock has is, is on its way to becoming a niche style of music like jazz. And yet, I can't help seeing not just the two of you or even the five of you in the band right now, but a whole generation, it seems, of people of your age who are listening to music that people of my age grew up with. And it, it doesn't mm. seem dead at all. I just I wanted to just get your reaction to that, that kind of recurring trope of rock is dying, rock is dead. I think uh, people have been saying that for 40 years, and I think yeah. it will continue. <laughs> you can't get away from guitars and drums. You just, you just can't, you know? Uh, I think it, yeah, it's it's as I say, it's quite primal. Making music is timeless is one of the big things we try and do. So in effect, timelessness is a, is a major quality we try and go for. So we hope it doesn't die, because uh, you know it won't. It won't. <laughs> Rock so, and roll will never die. <laughs> another another song title. Yes. Um, there's there's one for each side of the argument, or many for each side of the argument. Uh, Georgie, when you're on stage and you're looking out at the audience. Who are you seeing? Who is the audience for this music? It's really cool, actually. It's a wider net than I thought. And I'm every night being pleasantly surprised by seeing people our age, a lot of women in the audience getting down, you know, that that kind of, that really touches me because the bands that you look at from the era that we love, there weren't many females and the females that were there are, you know, really um iconic and so it's it's really cool to see women connecting with rock that's happening now um but yeah it's it's a it's every generation you know it's amazing um 18 year olds what they're up to eight year olds yeah and when we when we meet fans afterwards and you know they're oh my kids love you that i say how old are they oh they're seven and eight i'm like what (laughs) so you've got like seven year olds to 70 year olds it's amazing (laughs) yeah well i you know it, it actually doesn't surprise me because i mean a song like miles and miles is it's like I didn't grow up with that, but it certainly <laughs> reminds me of of lots. I mean, it just feels like something that I've had in my ears for for decades, even though it's a brand new song. It just has that kind of classic sound. Um, I understand the next one we're going to hear, "Go Down River," is the first song the two of you wrote. Is that right? Yes, yes, that's true. This is one of these sort of demos I had lying around and it was going nowhere and it didn't do for for a few years. And then as soon as me and Georgie started putting Georgie's voice on the recordings, it all was started to fit into place very, very quickly. It felt very inevitable. And in terms of stacking the harmonies as well, it just ev- just everything kind of fell into place, didn't it? Yeah, sort of straight away. Yeah, this is the sound it started with. And, it, it you know, this is this is our sound, I believe, you know. All right. Well, uh, let's let's hear the heavy, heavy, and this live performance of their song "Go Down River."
That's Go Down River from the, uh, well, there's a version of it on the EP called Life and Life Only by the British band The Heavy Heavy, but that is a live performance. Will Turner, Georgie Fuller, and the band, uh, Will playing guitar. Georgie, you're playing, uh, what kind of organ do you, is that that you play? It has a very vintage sound. Yeah, it's a, it's a Vox Continental, which is what the animals and the doors used a lot. Okay. Uh, I was wondering if the doors would come up in this conversation because, uh, you know, that sound to me has, it's a very Ray Manzarek kind of sound. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, uh, Georgie, you were mentioning the stacked vocal harmonies, Mm. which remind me of, you know, bands like the Mamas and the Papas, the Association, Mm. you know, that Mm. was also a a big part of, of the sound of Oh God! Uh, over fi- over fifty years ago now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in, in terms of when when the two of you are talking about great records, uh, great songs, but also great productions, who are you looking at? I mean, those two for sure. Um, I would say the Stones. Uh, we spent a lot of time in lockdown listening to Goat's Head Soup. I mean, Phil Spector for you in terms of production. Yeah, it's a big deal. All of that stuff, Crosby, Stills and Nash. Yeah. You know those those iconic records. Yeah, same mummers and Papas in terms of the the vocal harmony stacking. You know that's, that's them. Them and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Yeah, yeah, and then you know the bands like you know, the Hollies uh, in the UK uh, and all and the Birds. All of that sort of world. They they're all linked together. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. mean, they probably all lived in Laurel Canyon. I suspect at the same time. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, yeah, it's a great great sound. Well, now you mentioned Crosby, Stills and Nash. Um, you can often tell a lot about a band in their early days by who they choose to cover. Yeah. And you've done a cover of, of Crosby, Stills and Nash's Guinevere. She walked out through the garden in the morning after it Peacocks wandered aimlessly underneath an orange tree. Why can't you see me? So was that kind of a statement of intent or an acknowledgement of inspiration what was that well we were doing during lockdown we were like okay let's do some sort of we called them covey covers and we just get people to request songs and that was one of the songs that was requested along with helplessly hoping and so this kind of theme started to, mm. so we did one and then we did the other and and they just they just work so beautifully um and they're, they're a joy for you i think will to Mm. to kind of cover and produce the way you want them to sound. Yeah. Well, uh, Guinevere is an interesting one because it, it is Crosby, Stills and Nash, and yet it just has the, the kind of the feel possibly because of the name of like old British mm-hmm. folk fables, legends. That's Oh, it. yeah. So, you know, that kind of, the kind of thing that was woven through early Led Zeppelin records. Yes. and. Mm. Uh, yeah, and, and it has this feel of, as you said, it's sort of medieval, 
Britain and I don't know there's something so magical about it that's you can't quite tap into ever but you feel it you know yeah, right. David, David Crosby's weird guitar tuning and that those kind of like uh, he used to write like sea shanties, didn't he? But that, yeah. that kind of like mystical, yeah, you're exactly right. That kind of like pentangle British kind of that vibe, yeah, slightly yeah different from say what Stills is doing with his sort of more American side of things. Mm. Yeah, Georgie, you mentioned uh, your London flat, but the, the you're you're originally a Brighton band, right? Yeah, well, I mean we kind of formed the heavy heavy in London but we moved to Brighton and so everything feels a lot more sort of coastal and um, uh, among the Sussex Downs now Uh, and that's kind of where the most of the band are we're all based around the south coast so Brighton's a kind of good marker on the map right and and where are you from originally um I'm from a little village just outside of Brighton at the foot of the the hills so I spent my you know youth going into Brighton and um it just it just attracts a certain type of person um do you, and do I you think know, yeah the landscape do you happen to know Gwyneth Raymond the guitarist no I don't okay no. she's uh she does uh, sort of John Fahey style guitar oh, cool. m- music and yeah so she's in uh, she's from Wales but she lives in Brighton and nice. uh, that that area we were talking about you know that that kind of Welsh yes. fable thing runs through a lot of of her music, and, and so Will, where are you from? I'm from the Welsh, basically the Welsh border. So uh, oh. Wales Wales joins England. I'm in the middle there, right in a really really very pretty rural countryside, which is equally heaped in history of music and art and stuff. So it's a great mm-hmm. place. Uh, again, like I I just imagine Robert Plant tramping through that part of the the country in the early years. That's uh, very, and, very and now true. now again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think he, uh, he lives in my home. Well, he did live in my hometown for a little while, so you're dead right. <laughs> okay. I was at school with his son, you know. <laughs> did you really? Uh, briefly, yes. Yeah. So let me ask you um, the name, The Heavy Heavy, for a band whose music is so bright and sunny. <laughs> it was, was that an intentional head fake on your part? No, I think it sounded cool, and we we heard it. Uh, we heard a pretty cool thing, David Bowie talking about uh, Ziggy Stardust, trying to describe it to a journalist, and he said, "Oh, it's heavy, heavy, man," uh, and that was that was good enough for us. So we went from there. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, the the EP is called Life and Life Only, and uh, we'll we'll hear the song next called All My Dreams, which has that that great Doors organ sound it you know has everything we've been talking about including an electric guitar solo which is like (laughs) i don't know what's happened to the guitar solo but it's it's (laughs) nice to hear one every now and again that's good that's good (laughs) let's hear a, a live performance from the heavy heavy of the song called all my dreams
That's a live performance of All My Dreams from the band The Heavy Heavy. A version of that is on their EP called Life and Life Only. And, uh, Will, Georgie, um, a lot of attention for the band, for a band that has not yet released an LP. So when does that happen? Have you uh, have you written it already? Have you started? We've started. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of demos. Um but we've suddenly become very busy. And so... <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> we, yeah, so we're, we're going to try and find the time to uh, to kind of wrap it up and pick the right songs. And, you know, the aim is for it to come out next year. Hopefully that, that happens. Um, but, yeah, it's cooking. It's underway. Okay. Will it have a double title? Like <laughs> Life and Life Only? Miles and Miles? It'll be... First album, first album. <laughs> <laughs> the debut, debut album by the Heavy Heavy. <laughs> I like that. We're keeping that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it's been really great uh, having a chance to talk to the two of you and to hear the whole band in these live performances. Good luck with the, uh, the rest of the tour and the new record, and thanks so much. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Cheers. Watch the video of uh, the Heavy Heavy performing their song Go Down River for us. It's on our website, newsounds.org, or on the New Sounds YouTube channel. I don't know about you, but I'm getting a, a serious Pink Floyd Great Gig in the Sky vibe from this uh, song in the background from the Heavy Heavy's EP called Life and Life Only. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. Thanks for being with us for Soundcheck. Soundcheck.